faithful. That is the simple title of our message this morning. God is faithful. And, and, and I took a little lead from Pastor Young Ho. You know, during, during January, we had movie month. And I, I only saw, I think, two maybe of those. And I really like that idea. Uh, and, and if we owned our own building, then we could bring coffee in and popcorn and maybe have ice cream. What do you reckon? Yeah? Ice cream? Absolutely. So what we're going to do just for three or four minutes is we're going to watch a real short movie. Okay? It's about a guy out of the Bible called Abraham. And Abraham was a man who God gave a promise to. And we're going to see how God kept that promise. Can we play that? Maybe we can drop the lights a little bit, please. Let's go for it. God's story. God's promise to Abraham. So part of God's story is about a promise God made to Abraham. And it begins like this. Once there was a guy named Abraham. He had a wife, Sarah. They didn't think they could have any kids, which was a major disappointment because they really wanted a family. But little did Abraham know that God had a very special plan for him. When Abraham was 75 years old, God promised to give him kids, and one day God would send the rescuer through his family. All God asked was that Abraham and Sarah leave their home first and follow him. Now, they had a tough choice to make. Leave all their friends and trust God or stay comfortable. This was not easy. See, Abraham really wanted kids, but was already pretty old. Sarah was getting up there too. Not to mention, she had never been able to get pregnant. So if Abraham and Sarah were going to leave their home and trust in God's promise, they had to believe that God would do something that seemed impossible. The good news is, they decided to trust that God would keep his promise. That's always the right choice. So Abraham and Sarah moved from their home to a land called Canaan. Right away, God reminded Abraham of his promise. He said, I will make your children like the dust of the earth. Can specks of dust be counted? If they can, then your children can be counted. This was God's funny way of telling Abraham he would have a lot of kids. Because nobody can count every piece of dust. Well, this promise seemed great. But after a while, Abraham and Sarah still had no kids, let alone as many as the pieces of dust. Now, they were really old. Sometimes God doesn't remind us of his promises because he wants us to learn to trust him. But God took Abraham outside at night and told him to look at the stars. He reminded Abraham that he would give him that many kids. So Abraham decided to keep believing God. He and Sarah waited again. After more years, he got impatient. This time, God told Abraham, by next year, Sarah will have a son. But by now, Abraham was 99 years old. When Abraham told Sarah what God said, she laughed. It's probably not a good idea to laugh at God's promises. The great thing is, even if we think it's impossible, God really does keep his promises. And just like God promised, Sarah got pregnant the next year after Abraham's 100th birthday. When her son was born, she named him Isaac, which means laughter. Sarah said, God has given laughter to me. Everybody who hears about this will laugh with me. And think about it. A really old lady having a baby is pretty funny. God kept his promise to give Abraham and Sarah a son. Even though they didn't think it was possible, it was easy for God because he can do anything, including giving old people babies. And remember how God was going to give Abraham as many children as the stars in the sky? Well, Isaac grew up and had children who had more children who had more children. This kept going and going and going. 
And guess who eventually was born in Abraham's line? The rescuer himself, God's son, Jesus. All because Abraham followed God and trusted God to keep his promise. And that's the story of God's promise to Abraham. So in case you missed it, here's the quick version. Abraham and Sarah were old. God promised to give Abraham kids. Abraham and Sarah waited. They got impatient. God reminded them he keeps his promises. Abraham and Sarah waited more. They got impatient again. God told them Sarah would have a baby. Sarah laughed. She had a baby. Jesus was eventually born into their family. God always keeps his promises. And that's a part of God's story. Isn't that fun? But such a very special, important message. God always keeps his promises. God is faithful. Kids and adults, you can take those notes home. There's a little picture, a storybook there that you can rehearse the story through. Here's a challenge. See if you can tell the story of Abraham and Isaac quicker than that. Where did he take his breaths? Hey? Three points, three points, really simple this morning. Kids you can follow, adults you can follow. Adults, if you need any help, the kids will help you. Point number one, everything God says is true. This is what the Bible says in John chapter 17. Jesus is praying. He's praying for us, actually. Jesus was praying for us. And he said this, make them holy. Sinless. Set them apart from sin. Separate them from sin by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. You see, Jesus doesn't teach us rules and laws and tell us things that we have to do. He simply speaks his word into our hearts because his word is what brings life. It isn't that God says we can do whatever we want. God gives us very clear boundaries on how to live. But it is his word, and when we believe in his word, that's when we experience this life. And for us to believe in it, this is the most important thing for us to hear. Every word that God speaks is true. God said to Abraham when he was even older than me. I was thinking, you know, what would I do with a baby right now? My goodness, that would be a wake up call. <laughs> God said to Abraham, you are going to have children. And Abraham was a hundred years old when he had Isaac. But God's word was true. God's word was true. And when God speaks to us today, every word is true. How does God speak to us? Through his word, the Bible. As we talk with him and listen to him, we sometimes call that prayer. God speaks to us that way. When we hear messages or sermons that God gives us, that's God speaking to us. Every word that God speaks is true. Did you realize this? That God cannot tell a lie. It's not possible for God to be untrue. The devil is the father of all lies. But God is the father of truth. Every word he speaks is true. 
Point number two, God always keeps his promises. Here's another story from the Old Testament. God was leading his people into a land that he had promised that they would have, that he would give them. It had taken a long time to get there. There had been many challenges on the way. And the man that God used to lead them into this promised land was a man called Joshua. And just as he is coming to the end of his life, he is reminding the people of God about the goodness of God that he keeps his promises. He says this, not a single one of all the good promises the Lord has given to the family of Israel was left unfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. My friends, this is the God we love and serve. The one who speaks to us words of truth. The one who promises us and always keeps his promise. I guess, hey kids, have you ever made a promise? Don't put your hand up just in case mum and dad don't know about it. But have you made a promise and, and you broke it? I know I have. And, and I know people around us sometimes make promises to us and they don't keep them. But God's not like that. Because God is perfect. And when he promises you something, it is as good as done. That's why we have faith in God's word. Because not one of God's promises will ever go unfulfilled. Mike, does that fill our hearts with faith in what God is saying? Point number three. I was sharing this with Pastor Youngho earlier. Do, do, you, do you ever read God's word and suddenly something, something just wants to make you cry because it's so special? I had that experience this week. I read this verse in 2 Timothy. It's one of those little bitty books right at the end of our Bibles. Timothy was a young pastor, by the way. A real close friend, like a son of Paul. And, and this is what was written in that book, Timothy. He says, this saying is trustworthy. In other words, you can believe it. Why? Because God has spoken it. For if we have died with him... And we've been learning about this in making disciples, that as a disciple of Jesus, our old nature has been crucified with Christ. If we have died with him, we know we will also live with him. If we endure, if we stay faithful to God's word, we will reign with him. If we deny him, deny, remember, means to To acknowledge that we have no connection with something whatsoever. If we say that of God, if we say, God, I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't know you. I don't know you. As far as I'm concerned, you don't exist. If we do that, the Bible tells us that God will deny us. That's really sobering, isn't it? Sometimes, you know, we think, well, God is a loving God and he'll take everybody into heaven with him because he loves us all. Yes, he does love us all. 
but we have to come to him for forgiveness. And if we reject God, if we say, I don't want you, I don't want you in my life, I don't need you, I don't care about you, then there's going to come a time when God is going to say to us, I don't know you. We need to stop and think about that. But this was the bit that caught me. If we are faithless, sometimes we are. Sometimes we, we don't stay loyal to God. Sometimes we allow sin to come in our heart. This is the promise. Look, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. You see, God's faithfulness, catch this, catch this and, and, and you'll cry with me. God's faithfulness is not dependent on me. Because he is faithful, whatever. Are you saying, pastor, I can live however I want and God will still keep all his promises to me? Well... It says he cannot deny himself. In other words, if he has promised, he cannot withdraw his promise. And is God saying, I can live how I want? No, because the Bible teaches us that we will see God's promises come to pass through our obedience to his word. But this is the beautiful thing. This is why we can look back over 11 years in the nation's church and see God's faithfulness. And this is why we can look forward into the future and know that it will continue because he is faithful even when we are not. His promises are yes and amen. This is the faithful God that we love and serve. And if you don't know him yet, before we go home, Come and talk to Pastor Youngho. Come and talk to me or Patrick or Youngman, the worship leader. We want to introduce you to God because he is faithful. We're going to share communion together this morning just before we leave. I'm going to ask those that are serving the communion to do that right away. We want to close and finish on time because we're going to go and have our, our lunch in just a little while. We're going to share communion together. If you're a visitor with us, or if you're a child or a young person joining in Integrate, join in with us if you love the Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior yet, just let the, the, the wafer and the juice go past you, okay? But when we, when we receive this today, we're going to share it together in just a moment. And we're going to... Let the Spirit of God continue to speak to us about God's faithfulness. You know, sometimes things happen in our life and we can feel, we can feel, we can think that maybe God has forgotten us. And I wonder whether Abraham and Sarah felt and thought that maybe God had forgotten them. Maybe he'd made this promise, but now they're too old. Maybe God has spoken his word into your heart. He's put a promise there. He's put a promise into your heart. He's spoken it. 
He said it. You know it. But maybe you feel sometimes, has God forgotten? Has God forgotten about me? As we take the, the wafer and as we take the, the juice, this is a picture of the blood of Jesus, of the body of Jesus. And this is a picture of the blood of Jesus. We know that when Jesus died, it was in fulfillment of God's greatest promise that he would send someone to save us from our sins. I want you to let the Spirit of God speak into your heart. I want you to let him remind you of promises that you know God has given you. And if you've felt like he's forgotten you, like it's not happening, let God renew that promise in your heart. Listen to his word, to his voice. As you take the bread and the wine, let it serve you as a reminder of the greatest promise ever that God fulfilled. Take the wafer, please, and let's share it together. Father, every promise that you make, you keep. You promised that you would send one who would save us from our sins. This bread reminds us that Jesus gave his life. He died. He was punished so that we may, through repentance, know the eternal life that you give. Remind us of the promises that you've spoken to us, we pray. Bring them alive again in Jesus' name. Let's take of the juice together. Father, your word speaks about a covenant that you have made with us through the blood of Jesus. Speak into our hearts, Lord God, your words of truth, your words of life. Remind us of your promises. Remind us that every word you speak is true. That you can never break a promise. And that even when we would be faithless, you are still the faithful one. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God.